Greetings, everyone. Pastor Philip here down in uh, sunny St. Petersburg, Florida. And I have a uh, word for all of you that are hunkered down there in Kentucky or wherever you may be in the world. And uh, just thankful to Pastor Jonathan, Pastor Kimberly, and their uh, uh, media team to allow me the privilege of using their facility to bring this word to you tonight. You know, uh, most of you know by now that our flight was canceled because of the ice storm, and, uh, you know, it was a surprise. You know, God surprised Mama Alberta and I, and uh, she's taken full advantage of that surprise. And uh, we'll tell you more about that when we get home. But uh, all of you that are watching, uh, Exceeding Grace Christian Center members and Faith Victory Church members and CAN affiliates and uh, NBC uh, members, wherever you may be, and you, you may just be surfing and just come across this channel, well, I got a word for you tonight, and uh, I'm excited about it. I felt in my heart when uh, the Lord extended our stay that I needed to share on Friday night, and I didn't know how that was going to happen. Uh, I tossed up a few ideas, and, uh, but God has ordered our steps into this uh, beautiful sanctuary to where we can have a good time. So put away your pizza and your popcorn and that big bowl of ice cream you got because you're hunkered down. You can throw a party after <coughs> I'm done, but uh, we want to get this word out to you. So let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word. We thank you that every time we open it up, you're speaking to us, great and mighty truths. And we thank you that tonight you're going to release something into our lives that's going to help the kingdom advance in our lives succeed in the manner in which you want us to succeed in i pray lord god for everyone listening that they have eyes to see ears to hear and a heart to perceive what you're speaking to them personally and on a corporate level in jesus name so be it amen all right well uh <clears throat> open your bibles to matthew chapter 7 Matthew chapter 7. You know, uh, my intention tonight was to just encourage you with a faith shot. And, of course, you know, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Faith is going to be all in what I'm saying tonight. But uh, God has surprised me with a prophetic word for you. And uh, not just for you. I'm, I'm claiming this thing myself. This is the year of the turnaround. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll share some things that are turning around in the world uh, Sunday night. And by the way, there's no Sunday morning service uh, at Faith Victory Church uh, because our flight doesn't get into Lexington till 11 o'clock a.m. And I just feel in my heart, yeah, I know I could have one of you young legs preach and so on and so forth, but God's put it in my heart. Uh, you need to preach 
And so what we're going to do is we're going to have our service at 6.30 in the evening. 6.30, Dana. 6.30 in the evening. And so uh, that gives us time to uh, fly in and uh, get organized. And we'll have a good time Sunday night. And don't forget uh, the marriage conference. It's been short notice, but it's coming up. next Thursday and Friday. Thursday night's the casual night. Friday night is, you know, slick your hair back, put some paint on your face for your spouse, and we're going to have a good time uh, right there at Faith Victory Church. Matthew chapter 7. Jesus says in verse 13, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leads unto life. And few there be that find it. Now tonight I want to minister to you about few. And just hang on, because this has a happy ending. Jesus says right here, there's only going to be a few that find it. He wasn't talking about there's only going to be a few in heaven. I was raised in a mainline denominational church, and they preached this verse. Many, many are going to hell, and there's only a few going to heaven. It's not what Jesus was talking about. He's talking about life. He's talking about the Zoe, the God kind of life. There's only going to be a few that really grab a hold of it and live it here in the present evil world. And so uh, he says in verse 13, broad is the way that leads to destruction. I've watched Christian after Christian after Christian, friends of mine, family members, that their lives, even though they're born again and they're in heaven now, their life was full of destruction. What's the thief that cometh to steal, kill, and destruct, destroy? Jesus said, I've come that you might have this life. But he says there's only going to be a few that find it. And see, the connection point to this God kind of life, this Zoe kind of life, is faith. Without faith, you're never going to connect to it. And Jesus, you know, he's the one that paid the price. But he knows that just a few people are going to get a hold of this. Now, I believe I'm talking to the few tonight. I believe I'm talking to the few. And what the devil does, he tries to intimidate the few with the majority. Let that sink in. The devil tries to intimidate the few with a majority. I know when Mama Alberta and I uh, first were coming up uh, in our Christian walk, we were the few. And we were even the few within the few. Because uh, we gave away everything to follow Jesus. Everything. And that didn't go over good with our family, our friends, and the Christians that we were uh, uh, in association with back in the day. 
And now there was a couple like Mama Danger that sit there and say, uh, I don't know what God's doing in you, son, but whatever he's doing, keep it up. God's got big plans for you. Well, uh, the devil tries to uh, use the majority to overwhelm the few. And, you know, you walk into a store, you ain't got your mask on. Everybody in there got a mask on. Even though you don't have to wear a mask. What do they do? They look at you funny. It's, 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 it's intimidation. It's, it's trying to get you off what you know to be right. You may be in your work center, and you're the only Christian in your work center, and somebody's telling a dirty joke. And the pressure, the pressure is, you know, just to kind of <laughs> giggle it and walk, walk away. That's, you can't do that and remain the few. See, you can be uh, among the few, like I mentioned, and you're the only one that's not married. And you've been believing God for a husband. You've been believing God for a wife. And all of a sudden, the devil's intimidating you. Don't let your fewness. <laughs> We're going somewhere with this tonight. Don't let your fewness. I put that in the Durber Dictionary. Don't let your fewness overrule what you're standing on. Are you following this? So uh, there's only a few that find it. Now, uh, Mama Alberta and I, uh, we don't have a whole lot of Christian friends, ministry friends, that live like we live. We have just a few, and it's precious faith when you have just a few. Oh, we got a, all kinds of uh associations. We got all kinds of people that we know in ministry, but we're not uh, on the same page, if you will. And I'm not trying to, you know, uh, blow our horn like we're all that. I'm just wanting you to see that Jesus himself said, only a few there be that find that way unto life. Why? It's a narrow way. It's narrow. There are things that you cannot do and things that you must do to remain the few. I was in the Air Force, military, and, uh, you know, it was pretty relaxed. Basic training, yeah, you know, you had to keep uh, on top of it to get through basic training. But the Marines, that's where I wanted to be. I wanted to join the Marines. My brother talked me out of it, and I just wanted to go in the few, the proud, the Marines, because I thought, you know, I was a heathen and thought I was this tough guy. Uh, they probably would have cut me down to size real quick. But uh, there's a reason why the Marines are the few, because a whole bunch of people go in, but not a whole bunch of people come out. Why? Because of the training, the discipline, the diligence that's required. Now, I'm going to try to stay behind this pulpit as things heat up as we go down through here uh, tonight. But I want you to see uh, that we are the few. And uh, don't 
don't try to fit in with the majority. God always uses a few. You look at Gideon and the 300 men, a few, right? You look at Daniel, one man by himself in the lion's den. You look at Moses, you know, just one man raising up uh, to bring the people out of captivity. Joshua with the walls of Jericho. David with Goliath. And, it, and the list goes on and on. You got Abraham, you got Noah, you got uh, the two spies versus the ten spies. You got the three Hebrew boys in the fiery furnace and on and on and on. You see how they had to stand up against majority pressure. Majority pressure. Well, everybody does it. That don't make it right. That don't make it right when it, because everybody does it, right? And uh, if you're going to be successful, if you're going to walk in the blessings of God, you, you might as well recognize that you in the few. Hallelujah. Now, with that in mind, go to 1 Samuel 14. 1 Samuel 14. Oh, you're going to like this tonight. 1 Samuel 14. Let me know when you're there by saying hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Verse number 1. Now it came to pass upon a day that Jonathan, the son of Saul, said unto the young man that bare his armor, Come and let us go over to the Philistines' garrison that's on the other side. But he didn't tell his religious father. Saul is religious. Religion. Anytime you're reading about Saul, is the spirit of religion. Wrote a book on uh, seducing spirits, and Saul is the religious spirit. And Saul tarried in the uttermost parts of Gabeah under a pomegranate tree, which is in Migron, and the people that were with him were about 600 men. So he got 600 fellows. And you see Jonathan and his armor bearer, that's a few. Right? And Ahiah, the son of Athetub, Ichabod's brother, the son of Phinehas, the son of Eli, the Lord's priest, and Shiloh, wearing an ephod. And the people knew not that the few was on a mission. You following this? That the few was gone. And between the passages by which Jonathan sought to go over into the Philistines' garrison, there was a sharp rock on the one side and a sharp rock, rock on the other side. Let me tell you, when uh, God gives you a mission and the majority is not with you on it, and then you start out on that mission, and all of a sudden on both sides, you got things poking at you, trying to pierce you, trying to discourage your, your way. Did I really hear God? Did God really tell me to do this? How come my bestie? said I was crazy. Well, your bestie might not be in the few. You love your bestie, and you buy your bestie a birthday present, but that doesn't mean your bestie understands what you understand. And I'm telling you, if you're going to uh, be successful, if you're going to have the life that Jesus talked about in Matthew 14, you're going to you're gonna have to rise up above your bestie. You're going to have to rise up above relationships 
that are not in the few. They don't get it. They don't understand it. And the best thing you can do is go on and go through those sharp places and manifest God in your life to where they see. Okay, all right. We thought you was crazy, but, uh, uh, you know, it's different now. You know, I remember uh, my brother-in-law, when we auctioned off the farm, he was out there and he walked in. He was the first one to report how, how terrible our auction was. And he walked in there and he says, it's not good, Philip. It's not good. I said, what's well, not good? And he told me the price that the farm auctioned for, off for. And I thought to myself, well, that just cleared everything, puts, puts a few thousand dollars in, in our pocket to where we can uh, go wherever God wants us to go. And we were in, we were in, in our farmhouse rejoicing, whole time the auction going on. We're in there praising the Lord, praising the Lord. He says, it's not good. It's not good. Well, about three years ago, my brother calls me and says, my brother-in-law wants to know your address. What do you want to know my address for? He's, a, he's, in, he's in your community. He wants to drive by and see the house you live in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, what happens, see, when you're the few, when you're the few, it can look like you're crazy. It can look like you're wasting your life. And everyone else is passing you by. But I got good news for you. 2022 is the year of the turn. I feel the anointing of God coming upon me. 2022, thank you, Jesus. My helper just showed up. 2022, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Is the year of the turnaround. Now, he goes on in verse... Uh, Five, the forefront of the one was situate northward over against Michmash, and the other southward over against Gibeah. And Jonathan said to the young man that bear his armor, Come, let us go over unto the garrison. Now, when you say, when you see garrison, that ain't few. That ain't few. Now, these are two people. Come, let us go over into the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us. Now, watch this. This is so profound. For there is no restraint to the Lord to save by many or by, or by few. Shout that word. Shout it like an army. Few. No restraint to the Lord. The Lord, the Lord is not looking for, well, when y'all get a big enough army, when y'all get in numbers more than what you got, then uh, I'll show up. No, he, he thinned out Gideon's army. Come on now. There is no restraint to the Lord to save by many or by few. And you know what happens. You know what happens. They scale the cliff. And took out to a few, two, really, a couple, few, but identifies by many or by few. A few took out a whole garrison. And when, when they took out the whole garrison, all of a sudden, the Philistines started killing each other. It was just a big ruckus. Why? God showing up. Folks, you ready for God to show up? You might have had to go through some tight, sharp places. 
And yeah, you, you might have to walk away from the religious crowd, but God's got something big for you. God's got something special for you this year. This year. Hallelujah. It's no coincidence that God extended our stay down here by a few days. It's prophetic. I didn't know that. I didn't know that till today. Now, let's go a little further here. Go with me to 2 Kings. Oh, this is going to get good. Second <laughs> uh, Kings chapter 6. These are stories that you're familiar with, but it's going to all pull together tonight. In, uh, oh, where do I want to start? Oh, I'm in chapter 5. No wonder it wouldn't make no sense. Hallelujah. I was a few verses off. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so uh, we see in chapter 6 that the prophet was causing a ruckus. And, you know, the government doesn't like us prophets. Fake news don't like us prophets. Why? Because we go and get in front of God and we bring the real news. We bring the prophetic uh, news. God doesn't do anything unless he reveals his secrets unto his servants, the prophets. And I'm telling you, the lion has roared. He's roared today. Who can but prophesy? So I got to prophesy to you tonight. It was not my intention. And my intention was to come in here to give you a face shot. But God put a prophetic word in my mouth, and I got, I got to release it. And God set this whole stage up to where I have a platform to do it versus trying to record something, video on my phone and sending it. Hallelujah. So it says here, they want to get, they want to get rid of this prophet. And so the king says uh, in verse 13, and he said, go and spy where he is, that I may send and fetch him. And it was told him, saying, Behold, he's in Dothan. Now, this is Elijah and a servant. I would consider that few. Wouldn't you consider that few? And a few that were living by the prophetic word of God is causing a ruckus in the government, and they can't figure it out, and they can't solve it. So they got to try to destroy the prophetic voice. Mm -mm -mm. And look what he does in verse 14. Therefore sent he thither horses and chariots. You might as well say tanks, SWAT teams, FBI, DOJ. Therefore sent he thither horses and chariots and a great host. And they came by night. They're going, to, they're going to do a night invasion. And they compassed the city about. And when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, 
Behold, a host compassed the city, both with horses and chariots. And his servant said unto them, Alas, master, how shall we do? What are we going to do now? What he was saying was, they a whole lot, and we a few. And he answered, get fear out. Folks, I'm telling you, the devil uses a majority. The devil uses intimidation. He, he, he uses, uh, you know, we, we went through that there in Frankfurt with the governor, squeaky, trying, trying, trying to intimidate our church to, to, to shut it down, see? And who, who is Faith Victory Church against the whole government of Kentucky? Well, there we are. Come on. There we are. Open, running, never ever to shut down. He said, fear not, for they that be with us. Oh, my, my, my. They that be with us are more than they that be with them. Listen, your few is only factual. Your few is not truth. Oh, you have angels, ministering spirits that are working on your behalf. that are moving right now while you're hunkered down there in Frankfurt. Come on now. You, 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 we, matter of fact, you remember when Jesus said, all I have to do is call out to the Father. He'll send me legions of angels. He'll take care of this mess right now. See, few are the ones, many are called. Few are chosen. The reason few are chosen is because few, when they, were, when they were many in that many crowd, when they were called, they chose themselves to be the few. And God's, God's looking. All right, I called many of you. Just a few of you. Few, 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 few. Okay, I choose you, few, 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 few. I believe I'm talking to the chosen generation. Come on, somebody. Oh, you're going to like where we're going with this now. So, we are not the few in the Spirit. We are only the few in the natural. When the devil was kicked out of heaven, a third of the angels fell. Two-thirds are still in operation. And the third that fell are in chains of darkness. Our angels travel at the speed of light. I don't know what the speed of darkness is, but it ain't as fast as the speed of light. Hallelujah. So, there's more that be with us than they that be with him. You know how the story goes. And all of a sudden, God opened, well, let's read it. Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire around about Elijah. This is in the spirit. And when they came down to him, Elijah prayed on the Lord and said, Smite this people, I pray thee with blindness. 
and he smote them with blindness according to the word of Elijah. This is temporary blindness. And then he leads them right in, this whole army, right into captivity. And uh, when, the, when the, the king sees them, he says, well, what should I do? And he says, feed them and let them go. They won't mess with you no more. Why? Because they've just been shocked by the hand of God through few people. Mm-mm-mm. Well, let's go a little further. Go with me to Psalms 105. This ain't going to take long tonight. My wife asked me, she said, are you going to preach long? <laughs> of course, she asked me a lot. I said, I, I never know. I never know. Psalms 105. And let's look at mm, 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 verse 8. He hath remembered his covenant forever, the word which he commanded to a thousand generations, which covenant he made with Abraham and his oath with Isaac and confirmed the same unto Jacob for a law and to Israel for an everlasting covenant. That's just a few people. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. But yet he commanded this covenant that he made with a few to a thousand generations. Uh, if you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise? Come on now. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is he that hangeth on a tree, so that the blessing of Abraham might come on you and I. Now, God made this covenant with a few. He never planned on it staying with a few. Oh, we're going somewhere. He hath remembered his covenant forever, the word which he commanded to a thousand generations, which covenant he made with Abraham and his oath unto Isaac, and confirmed the same unto Jacob for a law and to Israel for an everlasting covenant, saying, verse 11, saying unto thee, will I give the land of Canaan the lot of your inheritance? And he said, verse 11, in the condition of verse 12. He said it, verse 11, when they were in the condition of verse 12 saying unto them, Will I give the land of Canaan the lot of your inheritance? When they were but a few men in number, yea, very few and strangers in it. I wish somebody would get happy with me tonight. God spoke what to your heart? What's he spoke to your heart? See? What's he told you? What's he revealed to you? Don't try. Once, once he's spoken to you, don't try to find a majority that he's told the same thing to. He might not tell you. You might be the only one he's ever told that to. Sit there and told me, go buy 30 sheep. If I went to every one of my buddies and, 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 and said to them, uh, 
God told me about 30 sheep. Has he ever told you that? All of them would have said no, and they would have said, you're crazy. And by the time I got through all of my uh, buddies back in the day, I'd have talked myself out of it that God never even said it. Hello? When God told me to drill that well out there at that farm, and the people that owned the property before us told us they, they tried drilling there, and there ain't no water there, and it's in the middle of a drought anyways. What's she doing? If I'd have gone to a hundred preachers and told them what God said, they'd probably said, now, son, you ain't been born again that long now. You know, I know you're a big dreamer, and God, 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 God likes that, but uh, you probably need to settle down. They sent a preacher out there, talk to me, because things were looking like they're getting out of control. I happened to be out there walking in the field, and uh, he came out there, and he said, Philip, and I said, uh, I know why you're out here. My parents are concerned about what I'm doing out here, and they talked to you about it, and they sent you out here to try to talk some sense into me. He didn't know what to do. I said, we need to pray. I grabbed him by his hands, jerked him down the knees in the field and started praying. I probably prayed 20 minutes. By the time I was done pr praying, he said, you know what? He said, will you do some street evangelism with me? And me and that pastor went and hit the streets of Lexington. I'd play my guitar, draw a crowd, and then he'd start preaching. Because he heard something. This ain't just some little young kid in the Lord that's, that's, that's trying to make a name for himself. Samuel was young. David was young when God spoke to their hearts. Joseph was young when... Uh, God revealed truth to them. See? But the majority didn't like what was revealed to Joseph. Hello? He said in verse 11, Unto thee will I give the land of Canaan, the lot of your inheritance. And he said it to them when they were but a few. So in other words, he said, I'm going to give you that land. You're gonna, I'm going to give it to you. And not when you got some big army and going to take it that way. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to you when you feel. Look what it says. When they were but a few men in number, yes, very few strangers in it, when they went from one nation to another. Let me just say it this way. They went from one majority nation to being a few nation. They went from a majority kingdom to another few people. But he suffered no man to do them wrong. Yes, he reproved kings, government officials, for their sakes, saying, touch not mine anointed my few, and do my few prophets no harm. Hallelujah. Walk in my office one day, and uh, looking out my window of my office there at the church, all you could see was a cliff. The land came all the way over there, and you couldn't see nothing, but it was just a cliffside. And the Lord said, that's your property. 
Okay. That's your property. Those three lots right there, they belong to you. So I called my associate in. I said, the word of the Lord just came to me. Just like the word of the Lord coming to me tonight for you tonight. He said, that property belongs to us. Go down to the city. Tell them we won't buy it. He went down there. They laughed at him. The city government laughed at these few little people in this church that said, God said, that's our property. I'll send them back down there again. Go again. Talk to somebody different. Came back. Pastor, it ain't, it ain't happening. I said, God said, that's our property. Go again. And this time, ask them, would they consider reevaluating? They came, he came back and said, they said, it's impossible even if we wanted to sell it. When the city bought that property, it was written into law that it must remain easement for the city, never to be sold. Now, every time these reports are coming, what did God say? Well, the word of a king is, there's power. I said, go down there again, fourth time, and ask them, would they consider in their next board meeting, just bring it up? They hadn't done that before. They said, all right, we'll do that. So they brought it up, and somebody on there said, you know what? We might make some money off this. All we have to do is rewrite, rewrite the law and, and, and uh, put it up for a, a sealed bid, and, and uh, we make some money because the city needs some money. Next thing we know, it's up for a sealed bid. We ain't got no money. We're for you. It's, pri it's prime property right there on Main Street. Main Street Broadway. Main Street Broadway. Four, four blocks from the Capitol. State buys up everything. They buy up everything. They, they, want, they want to buy our, our property. I told them not for sale. It's holy ground. Get out of here. And so... Uh, they put it up for a sealed bid, and we ain't got no money. And come down to the last day where it had to be in by noon, and my associate comes in there and says, Pastor, it's 11 o'clock. I got to have that sealed bid in. What you getting? I said, I ain't getting nothing. Well, I was getting something, but it seemed so few. Seemed so little that it was ridiculous. And I said, I ain't getting nothing. I said, you getting something? He said, I got something, but it's, it's crazy. Pastor. I said, no, 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 tell me what it is. He said, I don't even want to say what I'm, just tell me. He said, 500, I said, that's it. That's the very thing, I go down there and put $500 down. They go down there, he goes down there and puts that seal bid for $500. Nobody bid on it but us. And this is what they said. 
we don't know what kind of spell you put on us, but we're not selling that property for $500. So they got their city lawyers out, and they found out that in a sealed bid, if only one person bids on it, that they can bring an appraiser in, a neutral appraiser. It can't be a city appraiser. It can't be the person that's buying the property appraiser. And whatever that appraiser values that property for, that's what it has to sell for. Well, we're just like, my goodness. You know, so they bring this appraiser in from Louisville. And he, he's up there walking around. My associate's up there walking with him. He looks around. He, he said, we, we talking about this property right here? These three lots right here? He said, yeah, we talking about that. He said, it ain't worth nothing to nobody but that church right there. And he gave us a bid under $1,000. 875 I believe, was, 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 was the price. And we put all our pennies together back in the day. Now I could have bought it out of my pocket. But back in the day, <laughs> we scraped it all together. And that's where phase two is, is sitting right now. Listen, listen, listen. See? Few. 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 What's God, what's, what's God spoke to your heart? You're not going to find, uh, you know, if I'd have gone to a minister's meeting and said, well, the Lord said that those properties are mine, and, you know, uh, the city owns them, they can't sell them. Well, son, you know, don't want to question your ear to God, but sometimes we want something so bad that you can think it's God. Ain't got time for that mess. I know him, and I know what he said to me just a couple hours ago, and we're about to get there. He suffered no man to do them wrong. He suffered no man to do them wrong. Oh, you may have been done wrong, but it's not going to last. It's not going to stay that way. It's the year of the turnaround. Yeah, he reproved government officials for their sakes, say he. Don't you touch mine anointed. Let's say it this way. Don't touch my few. Because who's he talking about? He's talking about the few in number, the ones that were anointed. Don't be touching my few which I've anointed. Don't be touching my few prophets. Don't be doing them any harm. See? Well, let's go a little further with this and get into the prophetic part of this. Matthew 25. Matthew 25. Oh, it's the year of the turnaround. Matthew 25. And... Verse 14, for the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. That's three people. Few. 
Then he that received the five talents went and traded the same, made other five talents. Likewise, he that received two, he also gained other two. But he that received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. So we're talking about money here. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoned with them. In other words, he's taking account. What, what, what have you done? And so he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, you deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I've gained beside them five talents more. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will now make you ruler over many things. Now I'm here to tell you, the word of the Lord came to me just a while ago and said, few is about to become many. Thank you for your enthusiasm. Few is about to become many. Let me say that again to where it sinks in. Few is about to become many. Uh, you, you still ain't got it. You still ain't got it. Mm -mm. Faithful over a few things. I'll make you ruler over many, over much. Right? Okay. Uh, you remember when uh, David went to uh, take cheese and everything to his, his brothers? And uh, Goliath down there running his mouth? And no one, no one to do anything about it. And uh, he finds out. Wait a minute! Whoa, 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 what am I gonna get if, if if I kill this giant? My my daddy's house will be debt free. I'll get me a woman. And so he started asking around. His big brother said, whoa, whoa, "What are you doing out here? Get back to your few sheep." You were few sheep. Now listen, it was when he was tending the few sheep, good God Almighty, that he learned how to be a giant killer. You be faithful over a few. I feel the Holy Ghost on me. You be faithful over a few. You might, you might have just a few employees. You might just have a few clients. You may just have a few dollars in the bank, Mom Alberta says, right? But God uses that few time. Good God Almighty. God uses that few time to see if you're going to stay faithful. And it was in that few time when David was over those few sheep that here come a lion. Here come a bear. He could have sat back and told his father, Jesse, what did you, you expect me to do? That was a lion. That was a bear. Now, obviously, he didn't go around bragging about it because his brothers would have said, when he, when he, when he said, uh, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that would defy the armies of the living God? His brothers would have jumped up and said, yeah, he killed a lion and a bear. 
Turn him loose. He knows what he's talking about. God's watching how you've been faithful over a few. Good God Almighty. And your few is about to become many. Oh, this is year of the turnaround. This is year of turnaround. See, all God has to do, well, let me take you one more place here. Matthew 15 while we're here. Matthew 15, the anointing in the room just came up. Pastor Jonathan and Kimberly just walked in. Hallelujah. Matthew 15, are you there? Look what it says here in verse 32. Then Jesus called his disciples unto him and said, I have compassion on the multitude. Because they continue with me now these three days and have nothing to eat. And I will not send them away fasting, lest they faint in the way. And his disciples say unto him, When should we have so much bread in the wilderness as to fill such a great multitude? See, they're trapped in few. And Jesus said unto them, How many loaves have you? And they said, Seven and a few little fishes. Now, they could have just said, and some little fishes. But they had that adjective few. And he commanded the multitude to sit down on the ground. He took the seven loaves and the fishes, the few fishes, and gave thanks, break them, and gave it to the disciples, disciples to the multitude. They did all eat, were filled, and they took up the broken meat that was left, seven baskets full. And they that did eat were 4,000 men besides women and children. Now, folks, I'm here to tell you, when I was shaving, getting ready tonight, the word of the Lord came to me and said, few is about to turn around. Few is about to become many. In our churches, in our businesses, in our accounts, in everything that we put our hand to, it's not going to be few anymore. Oh, I wish I had somebody to believe the prophet tonight. Few is about to become many. Now watch this. Few is multiplied right here. It's multiplied. But God can just add few to you. Oh, yeah. What if he just added a few thousand dollars in your bank account? What if he just added a few more days on your vacation? <laughs> there are some things that your few doesn't need to be multiplied. Just add it. Few employees, few business ideas can just change your life and, and those that are connected with your life. Listen, listen, listen now. This is not a Friday night face shot. This is a prophetic word that God gave me. I thought I was just going to teach on not being intimidated by being the few. And God said, no, 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 we're going way beyond that. Your few is about to become many. 
it's about to be added to and it's about to be multiplied on. <clears throat> right here in Exceeding Grace Christian Center, you're not going to remain few. <clears throat> no, no, no. No, no. Faith Victory Church, you're not going to remain few. Everything that, every, every ministry that we're connected to, you're not going to remain few. few. Few is over. Few is done. We've been faithful over the few. It's 2022. It's the year of the turnaround. And I'm prophesying by the word of the Lord, the same word of the Lord that I've heard for 30 plus years. He said, you tell them tonight, few is about to become many, few is about to be added to, and few is being multiplied in their lives. Somebody shout somebody. Hallelujah. I ain't going to pay no attention to you when you're a few. Oh, that little, little few church, little few members. I've been, around, I've been around preachers. And they'll say this. They'll say, off to the side, they'll say, well, how big is your church? What they want to know is, how many attend your church? That's all they, and and if, you're, if you're not, uh, you know, 500 plus or 1,000 plus, uh, they, they, go, they go wander around somewhere else in the conference. They're judging by numbers. We just saw in Psalms 105 when they were few in number. When they were few in number, God said to them when they were few in number, I give you the land. Hallelujah. So don't think you're crazy when the majority won't embrace what God has spoken to you. You're, you're, you're of that elite few. You're the, you're the few that's been chosen. There's not many are called, but you're the elite few. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Mm-mm-mm. What can God do in a few days? I'll tell you what he can do. Walls of Jericho came down. A few days. A stone rolled back. A few days. In every situation... It only took a few days. Had eternal ramifications. Many exploded out of that. I'm telling you by the Spirit of God that your few is about to become many. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm letting that sink in. I'm letting that sink in. Because some of you, well, you, you, you've been through the fire. You've been through the flood. But God is bringing you out into your wealthy place. Come on, somebody. You're going to be glad you stayed with and who you stayed with. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're going to ask you one day, how did you get all this? How did you become all that? 
They weren't with you when you were the few. They weren't with you when you were on the backside of the desert. They weren't with you, but now they want to come and find and learn from you. Hmm. 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 Glory, glory. I feel the anointing in here. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Broad is the way that leads to destruction. But narrow is the way that leads to life, and only a few there be that find it. And I believe I'm talking to the few tonight. There in Frankfurt, here in in St. Petersburg, around the world, wherever you may be watching, don't let this word pass you by. This is your year. This is your time. This is, this is your moment. And what God does, he brings a prophetic voice in front of you to decree something that's been down inside of you and you didn't have expression for yourself. You couldn't articulate it yourself. But all of a sudden, his prophet comes in and starts speaking under the anointing of God and you're listening and you're saying, yeah, that's what I'm talking about right there. No, you haven't been talking about it. It's been down in there, but it's leaping up because you know it's the word of the Lord. Now you can take it. And start talking about it. But don't miss this opportunity. You know, Frankfurt, you know what's coming. It's seed time. You don't, you don't, you don't get a prophetic word like this. A life-changing, never-to-return-again word. And then just sit there in your pajamas on your couch because there's snow outside, and say, wasn't that a great word? Now get the pizza out of the oven. Uh-uh. Don't miss this. Get your seed, your few to many seed ready. You get it ready. I'll be home Sunday, but you get your seed ready now, because I'm going to pray here in just a moment now. Distance ain't going to stop your seed. Time's not going to stop your seed, but you got to act now. See, your few is about to become many. Husbands, wives, talk to each other. This is, this is big. Again, I was just going to come in here with a face shot with not being intimidated about being the few. But the word of the Lord came to me as I was getting cleaned up to come over here. And I walked out of that bathroom and told my wife, well, this thing has just shifted, just changed. No more few. No, no, no. Not few in the negative. 
but few in the positive. He adds few things to you. Hallelujah. A few things can rock your world. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Lift your hand if you need more time to get your seed ready. <laughs> if you need to give an envelope, hold your hand up. The ushers wait on you. <laughs> Listen, this is exciting, especially when you know that you're the few, especially when you've taken the ridicule, the persecution, and you've withstood the manipulation and pressure of the majority. And you stood your ground. 2022, the year of the turnaround. Father, in the name of Jesus, I've released that word. And you made a way through Exceeding Grace Christian Center to give me a platform to do that. And I'm grateful for that. Thank you, Lord. That no longer will we remain the few. Mm -mm. We've been faithful over a few things. Now you're making us ruler over many things. I thank you that the time has come, and I release that in the name of Jesus tonight. I know that I'll answer for this word in heaven in due time, that I'll stand before you, Jesus. Did you actually say that? And I know that you did. I know your voice. I've heard your voice countless thousands upon thousands of times. And I know that this is a turning point for the people of God that have stood and stood and stood and stood and stood when it looked like they were going down, when it looked like nothing was happening, when it looked like everything was going in the wrong direction. They kept on believing what your word said, and they killed the lion. They killed the bear. Now they're about to take their giant down, and I thank you, Lord, for it. And now I bless their seed, Lord God. You take that seed, few to many seed, multiply it, cause it to be the seed tonight that seals this prophetic word. We thank you for it. I bless it now in the name of Jesus. So be it. Amen. Hallelujah. Those of you watching there in, in, in Frankfurt and and uh, Exceeding Grace Christian Center, wherever you may be watching. Uh, me and Mom Alberta, we love you. And uh, those of you in Frankfurt will be seeing you. Remember, Sunday night, 6.30, we're going to have church. There is no Sunday morning service, but I'm expecting in the next few hours, the next few days, by the time our plane lands, there will be testimonies of much happening in our lives. Now you can go throw your party. Be a blessing. Lift your hands. Let me bless you. 
Father, blessings upon these, your people, as they hunker down. In Jesus' name, I bless them. Spirit, soul, body, financially, socially, in the name of Jesus, so be it. Amen. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you soon. Be a blessing.